At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hey, this is Christina Quinn. I'm the host of Try This, the Washington Post's new series of audio courses. The idea behind Try This is to become better functioning humans without having to comb the internet for countless hours. In our first course, we learned how to sleep better. Now, we're going to learn how to make our friendships stronger. I'll offer expert tips that are doable, and I'll keep it short. So let's do this. Glasses in session. Find Try This from The Washington Post wherever you listen. It's Freddie Prinze Jr. and Jeff Dye back in the ring. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. Hey, Jeff. Are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddie? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. This is VEASAN's Long Shots, the world's number one golf betting show with Wes Reynolds and sometimes Matt Humans. Here is Brady Cannon. Welcome into Long Shots, the world's number one rated golf betting show right here on VEASAN and VEASAN.com, the sports betting network. I am Brady Cannon along with Wes Reynolds as we take you through another week of sports betting opportunities on the PGA Tour. Mr. Reynolds. I got to tell you, I almost didn't make it in today. Mm-hmm. I got offered $20 million to do this show for the Live Golf <laughs> Tour, and uh, I ended up turning it down. Not, not, uh, quite a few are not turning it down, by the way. Uh, $20 million, I'm, I'm sure that it can be afforded, uh, by the way. But, yeah, uh, that is going to get started this week, so we'll ask our guest Jeff Feinberg a little bit about that, and then we'll go over it later in the show. Just kind of a brief synopsis, because, look, I don't know what this thing is going to end up being it's a shotgun start 54 hole event 48 players in the field they also have a team aspect where i guess apparently they had a snake draft earlier today in london so uh uh 12 teams of four basically here so uh gonna be interesting it's certainly the topic of the golf world imagine that we are one week away from a major championship and what's the topic it's this live golf tour well, Billy Horschel picked up some millions last week on the PGA Tour. He won the Memorial at Jack's Place. Horschel shot 68 and 65 on Friday, Saturday, and then coasted home on Sunday, shooting even par, having began the day with a five-shot cushion. Aaron Wise, Will Zalatoris, Soon J.M., Brendan Steele, all players that made our cards as a part of the Long Shots crew. We got close 
but not close enough. And, Wes, this was Horschel's first win on the PGA Tour in a little over a year. He won the WGC match play last season. He also won on the European Tour last September, the BMW PGA Championship in England. And with the victory at the Memorial, the Florida Gator ascends to number 11 mm -hmm. in the official world golf rankings. Yeah, and you can see Sunday it was basically between two and four strokes over Aaron Wise. He hit, Horschel hit that on 15, that 53-foot eagle bomb, and got a seventh PGA Tour victory, eight worldwide now. He was, I believe, around 60, 65 to one-ish in terms of the price, and really how he did it is he led the field for scrambling, getting up and down 18 to 22 times, 55 of 72 for greens and regulation. That led the field at Muirfield Village, and then he led strokes gain tee to green. Just really didn't have a lot of flaws, gained pretty much everywhere, gained with the putter, gained around the green, gained off the tee, gained on approach. And when you do that, you're going to win golf tournaments. So as you said, Billy Horschel now 11 in the world. And you look at Billy Horschel's record, Brady. He is a big game hunter, but he's never been a major championship hunter. This is a guy that's won WGC events. FedEx. That wins this memorial event, FedEx Cup events, the BMW PGA, which is kind of the signature event of the DP World Tour. So this guy's won a lot of big events. And you just wonder, it's like you've seen him beat major championship quality fields, but he's never really shown up in a major. But that's the beautiful thing about golf. Some guys peak early. Some guys peak later in his career. I thought, uh, you know, we didn't have a piece of it, but it was a nice win a nice moment to see his kids the first time they ever saw him win and they didn't even know he won they're like did daddy win did daddy win and they he said yes and then all of a sudden the little kids start jumping up and down on the green so a nice moment for billy horschel and we'll see if he can keep this momentum going uh, next week at the u.s open well let's shift over to this week and we move up to the great white north for the canadian open an event we haven't seen in two years because of covid rory mcelroy was your winner in 2019 at hamilton golf and country club and this year we're at st george's golf and country club of course we've not seen for the canadian open since 2010 it's a shorter course another par 70 which we have seen quite a few of as of late a lot of bunkers guarding the bent grass poa anna blend greens how did you attack this one this week mr reynolds yeah uh what you looked at here and you're right uh, this is the first rbc canadian open in three years the last two were uh, taken out uh, due to COVID-19, but this has a long history here. This was first played in 1904, so it's got a really lengthy history, and especially on the PGA Tour. So just looking at the course here, it was a little bit tough to find corollaries because this is St. George. This is usually played at Glen Abbey, I think, 30 times in its history, and really a lot in recent years. It's been in Glen Abbey. So I used a couple other smaller par 70s, Silverado uh, or Wiley, TPC River Highlands, uh, Innisbrook, TPC Potomac. Uh, there's a number of ways you can go with this, but it's a tree line, parklands course, uh, not very long, a little over 7,000 yards. Greens actually are very small here, 4,000 square feet, 30 smallest on the PGA Tour. It's also the second most bunkered course on the PGA Tour with 91. Only two holes with water danger, but this is a tighter course, so won't quite be a facsimile of the U.S. Open, but I think that's what they want it to be. The rough is a mixture. It's grown out to about four inches. A little bit of bluegrass, ryegrass, and fescue combined, so last time this was played here was 2010. Carl Pedersen, minus 14 at 80-1 to 1 here at St. George's, so 
you know, that seems like right around in line, you know, mid-teens is probably going to win this thing. So in terms of what I looked at for characteristics, I didn't have a lot to go on with not much course history here. So I went with kind of the mainstay, strokes gained approach, off the tee, good drives gain, par fours, 450 to 500 yards. Seven of the 10 par fours here, by the way, measure that range. And also strokes gained par three, 200 to 225. Three of the four par threes are over 200 yards. And then uh, strokes gained par five. You actually have three par fives on a par 70 here. You usually only have two, one on each nine, but all three reachable in two. So I did look at that and then looked a lot at scrambling gain because you have elevated bent grass greens that are undulating. They slope. You have runoff areas around many of these greens and then plus plenty of bunkers to protect the green. So scrambling, I think, is going to be very vital this week. Let's move on to our member guest portion of the show. And for that, we bring in our man from north of the border. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jeff Feinberg. He's a part of the golf handing, uh, golf handicapping team at Betsperts, at Odds Checker, and, of course, also with our friend Pat Mayo. You can follow him on Twitter, a great follow on Twitter, in my opinion, at GFeinberg17. That's F-I-E-N-B-E-R-G. One seven, Jeff. Great to have you back on Long Shots. I believe this is season three of a run of appearances for you here at Veasan. We greatly appreciate your continued support, my friend. You've got the PGA Tour back in Canada again, and this time around at St. George's Golf and Country Club. Of course, we have not seen in quite a while. Tell us about this course and what type of player you believe it will cater to this week. Great to be back with you, Brady. Great to have the Canadian Open back here. We've lost it for a couple years due to the pandemic and restrictions and everything else in between that we've all been through over the last couple of years. It's great to be back. I actually heard uh, listening coming in, I thought you made some great course comps, uh, you know, to these sort of shorter courses that I think we can look at this week. But it's a classic. Stanley Thompson, who's a famous Canadian architect design course nearly 100 uh, years old tree-lined a lot of blind uphill shots to greens that you, you will not be able to see it can play penal off the tee extensive bunkering uh, protecting these greens like you mentioned I am sort of going with those guys who I believe can hit those very small greens uh, so it's approach stats it's sand save stats looking at Anytime we go to a course, we don't go out regularly. It can be frustrating for us golf handicappers. We like to have a winning score. We like to have a consistent, you know, look at who won here to see the, the, the prototype player that succeeds. So it's frustrating in that respect. But going back all that way, it was approach. It was, uh, you know, bunker, uh, sand saves that really um, made up much of the leaderboard all those years when Car Carl Peterson did bring it home. Jeff, uh, what's the mood up there in the Toronto area? It seemed like they'd be excited, obviously, to have the RBC Canadian Open back, but there is a little bit of a cloud, and I'll ask about this uh, later on, kind of your long-term view of this live golf tour, but obviously that's the big story in the golf world this week. So uh, how are the uh, fans and the patrons up there in Canada reacting to having this event back? Everybody is super excited. We're an incredibly proud sporting nation up here in Canada, the field, uh, it's quite different. It's, it's incredibly top-heavy, and it's missing a middle tier. But I think, uh, you know, us in Canada, we're super excited. Scotty Scheffler's here. Rory's defending his title. Justin Thomas, it, 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 you know, is here. Cam Smith. So, so the big boys are, are more than normal that normally do come to Canada have shown up. It is going to be packed. Ticket sales, everything about this event, Golf Canada, um, they're going to put on a great tournament this week, I have no doubt. 
Uh, people are super excited to bring our national championship back. It is the third oldest national championship after the Open and the U.S. Open is the Canadian Open. It has an extensive history of all-time greats winning. Um, so we're very proud of this tournament, and the field makes us uh, excited. Jeff, you mentioned some of those big names in this event, and they make their way to the top of the odds board. Scheffler, Justin Thomas, Rory, Cam Smith, Sam Burns, Matt Fitzpatrick, Shane Lowry. All of these guys are less than 20 to 1. Did you skirt these guys this week or, in fact, land on one of the shorter-priced stars in the field? Well, the week before the major, Brady, as you know, it can always be tricky. And recent history is telling us to skirt these guys. I mean, just this year, small sample, of course. KH Lee goes back-to-back with his win right before the PGA. We had J.J. Smaughton pop at the Valero. Last year was full of, of uh, you know, huge tickets winning the week before the major. I recall the Garrett Higgo win in this exact spot a year ago at the Palmetto. So, Sometimes going to these big boys the week before a major can be tricky. I, If I did play it, I would skirt the very top, and it is those two um, Europeans in Lowry and, and Fitzpatrick, even though their numbers might feel a little short. Those were the two that would potentially have my attention, but I have not bet anybody under 20 to 1. Jeff, let's talk about the uh, local angle here. Obviously, Corey Connors, 20, 22 to 1-ish, close to the top of the board. Adam Hadwin, I've seen being tipped a little bit all over the place. Mackenzie Hughes in the mid-range here, and plenty of Canadians in this field. Hasn't, have it, hasn't been a winner, I believe, since 1954 from uh, the nation of Canada to win the home open. But there's a lot of pressure, obviously, here to win your country's open. So how do you handicap the home game for the players from Canada? Are you staying away or did you find yourself maybe gravitating toward Mr. Connors this week? So I have seen a lot of people betting a lot of Canadians, and I do scratch my head. Um, about this, and I can get old takes exposed here really fast on Sunday night. And I have to acknowledge I played a bomb on Nick Taylor at 150 to one. That being said, Brady, I almost like him a total fade of these Canadians. It is unfair what we do to them up here for this event. Imagine trying to win the RBC with the pressure of it being the Masters. David Hearn was in the final group with Jason Day not too long ago, just a handful of years ago. You would have thought it was the Masters happening up here in Canada. We're, as I mentioned already, we're such a proud sporting nation. Like, just even getting back into the World Cup for the first time in my lifetime, we are ecstatic up here about that. We are so proud of any sporting accomplishment. It, we would, it would be a glorious achievement. I don't want to bet. I'm not betting Canadians other than my Nick Taylor bomb. They're a bit of a fade for me. The irony is this course, how you've described it, how I feel it will play, Anywhere in the world, if this course was anywhere in the world, I think I might have a bet on an Adam Hadwin or a Corey Connors. I think they suit what's about to go down this week perfectly. But I don't need a better guy to win the RBC with pressure like he's playing the major championships. I don't. So I've pivoted off pretty much all top Canadians. I think you make a great point there, Jeff. Yes, indeed. This course very much matches up like a course that would fit those guys like Connors and Hadwin. But uh, I hear you loud and clear. It just uh, And Wes pointed it out. It's been forever since we've seen a Canadian actually win this event. Any notable names? They, in they the... tried to hand it to Mike Weir. Sorry to cut yes, you Yes, I remember <laughs> that. I remember. VJ <laughs> literally tried to give it to Mike Weir. They were close personal friends. VJ didn't need any money. He literally knew what it would have meant to Canada, what would have meant to his friend, and we still couldn't do it. So, yeah, it's just a pass for me. 
Yep, I hear you. Well, what I was asking there, you know, and you mentioned you're kind of going against the Canadians, or at least you do not want to invest in any this week other than Nick Taylor as far as a long bomb. Any notable names in the field that you're looking to go against? Maybe you feel somebody in this field, and you talked about the names uh, that are real short, the stars in the field at the top of the odds board. Maybe some of these guys are looking ahead to next week's U.S. Open, or you're not sold on somebody's current form, or you just don't think they're a good fit for this course. So this one might really backfire, and I hate having to come on any sort of publication and pick on a top, top player. But I think I'm totally fading Cam Smith this week. He's been really finicky off the tee at the moment, and that's not going to work here this week. You can pay a price off the tee if you're not in the right spots. Uh, It's been raining here for a couple days. The course is lush. It's beautiful. It's not going to rain through the weekend, but, but the rough is going to be thick, and I just don't trust Despite his, like, Jordan Spieth wizardry around the green, Cam Smith would be the guy near the top I'm fading. I'd look to play him plus money taken back with Fitz or, or with Lowry even in some matchups this week. Jeff, before we get you on, your, on record for what you've got on your card for the RBC Canadian Open, I do have to ask, Live Golf Tour making its debut on Friday. And uh, just a, a couple questions here. A, are you going to be betting it or how much are you going to be handicapping this going forward? And B, what do you think the long-term prognosis is? They did get a couple big names here for 48 players at this field over at Centurion, but month away, they're going to be at Pumpkin Ridge in Portland. So do you think that there are guys on the tour kind of waiting to see how this first event goes and then say, well, I want to be a part of this and I want some of this obvious cash grab that these players are making here? Yeah, Wes, what a crazy dynamic it has been. And I think the interest of it for at least me and many people There is a betting element to it, but we are so fundamentally attached to the PGA Tour. It's been Mm -hmm. such a large part of, you know, be it sports gambling or just sports fandoms our whole life. We're just so hyper-curious how it affects the future of from the majors to the top young college kids to, you know, the older tier that we love and want to see them or, you know, just like how we see them transition to champions tour. So there are so many questions. I personally am more interested in the conversation around its existence than per se watching it. That being said, I have made a, a bet. I bet Kevin Na, uh, sixteen to one to win this thing. Taking like hyper motivation aside, he didn't get like the ultimate bag like a DJ or a, a Phil in this sort of endeavor. Yes, he's made thirty nine million in his career, but he's just been. I bet him in his last start on the PGA. Like I think his game is in a good place right now. Uh, so Kevin, not 18 to one is a bet I've made. I will say at the moment, I'm betting this thing. Like I would a Thursday night football game, trying to pick first touchdown. Like that is sort of where my betting mindset is. A lot of tight ends in the middle of the market. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. I love betting the tight ends who play the red zone snaps and the quarterback's got the Exactly. You're reading my mind perfectly with with that one. So that's sort of where my exposure, very, very light exposure, but there's a board of golf odds and I love to look and bet it. So I've made a play on Kevin. Jeff, uh, back to uh, north of the border, the RBC Canadian Open. If we give you a foursome where you're limited to four guys, who are your top four this week at St. George's? So I have bet Tony Finau 30 to one. He led the field in approach in Mexico. He was second at the Schwab a few weeks ago, top 30 at the PGA. I'm hoping the summer gets going. I've got money on Hatton at 35 to one. The approach outside of the Augusta, he's gained strokes in approach in every event this year. Um, 
I lost a Patrick Reed bet, so he withdrew a couple hours ago. Uh, so I, I got a refill to make there, and I'm currently staring at Chris Kirk. So that's sort of where my mind is at the moment. I am a sucker FOMO for Harold Varner. I don't feel great about it, though, this week, although it's a shot maker's course, and I think he really can uh, bounce back from what happened at the end of the Charles Schwab for his last hour and a half. All right, my friend, before we let you go, we mentioned some players maybe looking ahead to next week's major championship. Let's all do that here for a minute. Do you have anybody in pocket for the U.S. Open? We're now just nine days away, or maybe anybody that you're seriously considering to get it done at the country club next week. Yeah, so I have made a move in pocket, and I made it yesterday, friends. I bet on Sung J.M. 66-1. to If it's just going to put... Like, we know it's in the U.S. Open. It's not the big boys. It's both long and straight, and it's a short list who can probably win this thing. But if it plays tough, if the teeth come out, Sungjae, I think, is a nice fit. He had to miss the PGA. He didn't have COVID, but it was COVID restrictions. I think if you look at how he played his stats from the first two events out of um, out of missing the PGA, he's actually in a really nice place. So Sungjae in 66-1 to is the bet that I currently have in pocket for next week at Brookline. All right, that is Jeff Feinberg. Follow him on Twitter at gfeinberg17. Great to have you back on Long Shots, Jeff. And uh, sounds like you've got a heck of a party this week for the Canadian Open. Enjoy it, my friend. Thanks so much. And you got to bring me back next year because it's at my actual home course. Wow. So I, can't, I cannot wait. Yeah, there's a great sense of pride there. Just Yeah. Um, so my actual home course has won the rights to the 2023 and 2026. Canadian Open right here in Toronto. So, yeah, that one I'll have the full kit and caboodle on for you, Brady. Well, we're marking you down for 2023 and, of course, 2026 as well and probably all <laughs> Canadian Opens in between. Jeff, have a good one, my friend. Thanks again. All the best. Thanks so much, Brady West. Have a great one. You bet, Jeff. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. All right. That is Jeff Feinberg. Great stuff. And uh, he, he is really good on Twitter. He does yeah. a great job with our friend Pat Mayo, who usually comes on during the spring, does one of the Florida Swing events for us. But uh, those guys are, I think, both of those guys, Jeff and Pat, certainly at the top of their game when it comes to hand- no, handicapping golf. No, I'm a regular consumer of their content on a weekly basis. By the way, that country club being Oakdale Country Club next year in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, Jeff Feinberg's home course. So looking forward to that, looking forward to this week. But yeah, Pat and Jeff, they do a great job. And then Jeff works with our, our guy, Rick Gaiman, over yep. at Odds Checker. Yep. So uh, you can find Jeff Feinberg all over the place. And uh, if you're listening to him and following his advice, you're doing very well for yourself. And you can find all of those guys as guests right here on Long Shots. When we come back, we will go across the pond for a look at the DP World Tour and also the Live Golf event this week in London, England. Keep it here with us at Long Shots on VSIN, the sports betting network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well-known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. 
I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the campaign moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back. And joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. 
and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to Long Shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds with you. And an interesting week across the pond, to say the least. Uh, first of all, Wes, I have almost never bet the European Tour, and I don't plan on betting the Live Golf event. Now, our colleague Matt Humans, he did make a play on Sam Horsfield to win the Live event. Horsfield is from England. Quite a few quirks in the formats as well for both the Volvo in Sweden and the Live, uh, the Live event in London this week. Yeah, the Live event that is the first event of eight that are scheduled. This is at the Centurion Club just outside of London. Uh, uh, basically kind of a Lynxian type, of course. I think at the tips it plays par 72, about 7,100 yards. Uh, and look, uh, there is for each event or over an eight event schedule, I believe there's a total of $255 million in prize money. That obviously does not include the personal money that are being given some of these players. We heard that Dustin Johnson got as much as $150 million, and maybe Phil Mickelson waited for his asking price to go up. Phil, of course, committed yesterday to this event, and he is in the field this week. So every event is going to have $20 million in individual prize money, $5 million in team prize money. Basically, there are 48 players in this field. I've gone on record to kind of say how I feel about this tour, but it is here, and we're going to talk about it in case people want to bet it. Dustin Johnson's the favorite, 9-2. to Taylor Gooch, 9-1, to was kind of a surprising addition, I think, to this field. No surprise that Louis Ustase and Sergio Garcia were in this field. They're anywhere from 12-1. to Jeff Feinberg mentioned earlier he liked Kevin Ott, 16-1. to He actually became the first member of the PGA Tour on Saturday to actually resign his membership because they're there are rumors, but nothing that's been officially done by the PGA Tour of saying, hey, you know, because they didn't really grant them releases to go ahead and play this opposite tour. So, you know, there hasn't been anything done, but apparently guys felt that they were threatened or whatever with suspension. So we've seen some people, I think Kevin and I read that Dustin Johnson had resigned, a few others. Uh, Phil Mickelson, I mentioned in this field, he is 30 to 1. So, 16 of the top 100 players are in this field. Uh, the only player that's actually won here in 2022 is Hudson Swafford, who won at the American Express back in January. He is 50 to 1. You have a lot of European, a lot of South African players, Lee Westwood, Ian Poulter, Graham McDowell, Martin Keimer, uh, reigning amateur U uh, U.S. amateur champion James Piott at 250 to 1, just turned professional last month. So uh, with Liv, this is going to be a 54-hole event, and I think all of these events are going to be the same format. 48 players drafted in a 12-4-man team. Shotgun starts. That means you start on every hole. Very odd. Yeah. yeah and this I is, don't know if we've ever had a yeah, shotgun. I mean, what, that's usually reserved for the uh, corporate events I put on out here in Las right, Vegas. Right. Ex exactly. So, uh, uh, you know, mention about, about the prize money and – 
this is going to be a 54-hole event, so it is going to be a Friday through Sunday event. First place, actually, in every one of these eight events that are planned, get $4 million. If you finish dead last 48th, you're guaranteed $120,000. They had the snake draft earlier today, so you could find on social media the various teams, the various four-man teams here. And uh, I ended up playing a couple, and look, I, I've gone on record. I don't like this tour. I don't like the people that fund this tour. I wish it didn't exist. I don't like the fact, and Jeff Feinberg, I think, said it very well, the PGA Tour has been like part of our lives, not mm -hmm. just as betters, but as fans. And it does feel like it's a little bit under attack here. It's one thing for competition, but if the competition was maybe funded by a different group of characters than this, it might be a different thing. But Yeah, no, I, I'm with you, and I, I think a lot of us are kind of against to the source uh, of where this comes from and the money behind this thing. that That's really the part that puts a bad taste in my mouth. But on the other hand, if you can remove that, it, it, certainly it's a big topic of conversation, and it is kind of cool to see some big names playing in another event. The alternate format is interesting. I mean, it, it certainly makes for a lot of buzz and and intrigue, mm -hmm. but again, it's the background of the thing that, that right. is disturbing. But, you know, if we can try and remove that, and we'll see where it goes. You know, I, yeah, I, like you I said mean, earlier, I, I think a lot of guys may be just kind of waiting in a holding pattern, seeing where this is going to go and, mm -hmm. and if it becomes attractive to them down the road. Mm -hmm. But it will be interesting. I am, and Jeff said it too, our guest earlier, just from having a bet on it, watching whatever, that part is of interest. And, and we'll just see where it goes It from is going to be tough to find, though. You're going to have to watch on their website or on YouTube because they do not have a television deal. And Look, I don't uh, know if they'll this get is, one. This is not going to be on Golf Channel because Golf Channel, of course, has a relationship with the PGA Tour and also the DP World Tour. So and there's the PGA a Tour has relationships with CBS. With every and, network, you know, yes. So, yeah, you, yes. you don't know if they're ever going to make a major network. So the three that I looked at here, uh, Bern Wiesberger, 20-1. to 1. He's made seven straight cuts on both the PGA and the DP World Tour. One last year in Denmark, and of kind of the shorter guys, look, I didn't want to go with DJ, and I'm not going to go with Taylor Gooch at less than 10-1 to 1 in any event, because this is a guy that's just got one event on the PGA Tour that he won, which was last November at the RSM. So, Baron Wiesberger, 20-1. to 1. Charles Schwartzel, 30-1. to 1. He's got two top tens at his last four starts. Byron Nelson, he was eighth, 10th at the Masters. This might be a guy Asides the obvious money that you're being paid to uh, play this thing, whatever you think of that decision, he might use this tour to kind of reinvigorate his career that he, where he has not won since 2016, but has shown a little bit of life and maybe this could turn his career around. Same with kind of with Brandon Grace, even though he's got a victory in each of the last two calendar years, would not surprise me to see it get him get a win, at least in one of these events. Uh, it's a linksy type course. I mentioned Grace has always been pretty solid on links golf. Won sure the Dunhill Lynx sure. years ago. And I saw him at 40 to one. And I thought that was kind of a big price. This is a very weird market though, here with the live golf, because obviously Dustin Johnson is the highest ranked player in the field at 13th in the world. But Keep in mind, Dustin Johnson has not won in about a, a year and a half. So, like, when he first said that he was going to be on this tour, and he initially said he was committed to the PGA Tour, but we know money talks and you can fill in the rest. But this is a guy that I'm wondering, you know, some people are asking are his best days behind him, mm -hmm. I, I think, you know, because I he hope has not a not because I, you know, we've seen it a couple times in his career, one time 
when Zach Johnson won the Open Championship at St. Andrews. Uh, and it was earlier that year or, or later in the following year or whatever that Dustin Johnson fell down the stairs at Augusta. That was one period of his career where he was red hot. Mm -hmm. And we also saw it again a couple years ago when he ended up winning the Masters in November. That was another span of his career where he was absolutely the best player in the world. And that particular DJ, that, ver that version of Dustin Johnson, mm -hmm. I really enjoy watching. He's a monster when he gets right. on a run like and, that. And look, we're going to see what is going to happen here. By the way, the USGA, as we uh, taped this on Tuesday, did come out this morning and say, look, this is the most democratic open in the world in terms of a tournament. The qualifying criteria is set. They're not going to not let these guys that went to play this tour be out. And, and I actually, even though I'm not exactly pro live golf tour, I think that was the right decision by yeah. the USGA. You, what, what can you do at this you, point? You can't Maybe change it midstream. Now, 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 and I read into that statement, too, this morning from the USGA. They can reserve the right to make an adjustment to their criteria, but as long as people know ahead of time, like, you can't change it the week before a tournament because guys that are qualified are fairly qualified for this event. And maybe that's another part of the handicap this week. Is Dustin Johnson more looking forward to mm -hmm. next week? Mm -hmm. uh, you know, and some of these guys – uh, that will be in the U.S. Open. Phil Mickelson, obviously, the only major championship that uh, is not on his resume as far as the career Grand Slam. Is he more looking forward to the U.S. or to the U.S. Open next week? So, that, you know, we talked about that with the Canadian Open as well. Could apply here as well in London. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, uh, be interesting to see, you know how this kind of uh, falls out. It's certainly a major topic of discussion, whether you're for or against it, and it's going to continue to be, I think, over the incoming weeks. All right, real quickly, I believe you have maybe a player two on the Volvo Sweden event as well. This is kind of another yeah. interesting event where you've got both uh, male and female golfers in the field. Yeah, Scandinavian mixed event. It is in Sweden, and uh, 78 male players, 78 female players. It's a DP World Tour and a Ladies European Tour event. It is hosted by uh, Henrik and Annika, Henrik Stenson and Annika Sorenstam, and both, by the way, are playing uh, in this event. The favorite is Alex Noren, 10 one uh, coming from stateside to go ahead and be favorite in his home event. Uh, another sweet Alexander Bjork is 22 to one. Eduardo Molinari also 22 to one. Winner of this event, it was actually at a different course with Jonathan Caldwell at 150 to one. He's 200 to one this year. So I did make a few and I agreed with Jeff Feinberg in terms of not loading up on Canadians for the Canadian Open. So what do I do for this event? I think half my card are Swedes this <laughs> week. And and I did play actually play Henrik Stenson at 30 to one. He's been back at home in Europe the last few weeks. He is the 2023 European Ryder Cup captain. So you're seeing him, I think, be a little bit more prevalent on the European tour. That's the reason why he didn't commit, I think, to this live golf event, because obviously he is the Ryder Cup captain and going against the DP World Tour, which sanctions that European Ryder Cup team would not be a good idea. You know, still hits fairways, still hits solid approaches. And obviously he is not what he was five years ago when he was top five, top 10 in the world. And he's probably never going to reach that. But I think in a weaker field like this, you know, he'll want to go well. Another Swede, Sebastian Soderberg, 35 to 1, should have won a few weeks ago. Remember, he got his heart ripped out at the British Masters when Chorborn Olsen made that 30 foot eagle and then on 18 makes a 36 foot birdie. Soderberg was the man, low man in the clubhouse, missed the cut the next week in Belgium, but then top five at the Dutch Open two weeks ago. So removing uh, the hurt of losing that, Sebastian Soderberg, 35 to 1, Jason Scribner, 35 to 1, was actually the 54 whole cold leader of this event last year had the outright lead on sunday 
poured back nine, ended up finishing T6, but plays well in this part of the world. He was T3 in Denmark last year, so I think he could go on. Thurston Lawrence from South Africa, 41-1. to Opened with 78 last week at the Porsche European Open, and then you look at his 54-hole total, only the eventual winner, Cali Samuja from Finland, who actually shot eight under. He was two over on Sunday, going into Sunday, and shot eight under to go ahead and win that event, but Lawrence battled back uh, near miss cut and ended up finishing top 20 uh, guy that got his card at the Joburg open last year, three top 10, six top 20s for 2022. And then one more Swede for good measure. Marcus Kinholt, 50 to one uh, has not won on the DP world tour since the 2019 British masters does have a victory though in 2022 in the Nordic golf league, which is kind of like a, a third tier tour, basically under the challenge tour. And then you get to the DP world tour, but he does have a victory third in Qatar this year, eighth in Kenya. So Marcus Kinholt 50 to one. So we'll, we'll see how this goes. Cause by the way, the market, the male and the female markets are priced in the same market. Some books might offer just the male market and some might offer just a female market. But I think, I think it was like two of the top 17 were female players, but a female player can win this event. They play from different tees, but they play from the same prize money. And look, if you have the lowest score, it doesn't matter. You're going to be the winner of the Scandinavian mixed. All right. Very good. Major implications next up here on Long Shots. We're just nine days away from the season's third major championship. Of course, it'll be the U.S. Open taking place at the Country Club in Brookline, Massachusetts. The last major event we saw here was the 1999 Ryder Cup. Prior to that, it was the 1988 U.S. Open won by Curtis Strange. Roughly a week away, Wes, have you added anything to your U.S. Open portfolio? I have not, but I know our partner Matt Humans has, and I like the guy he added because I've strongly been considering him too is uh, Max Homa. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, I'm not going to have probably a lot. I may add one or two over the week or the weekend here, but most of my card will probably be bet on Sunday or Monday morning. I, of course, I have the Cameron Smith ticket, but – you know, Max Homa is a guy, I, I liked what I saw last week at the Memorial. Kind of ran out of holes. You knew he was a little bit too far sure back. Sure had the but putter going hot. Yeah, no, he did. And, and you know, maybe Max Homa is kind of getting to that spot because you get these guys, and, and maybe Sam Burns is another one, and I'm not saying I'm adding him, but these guys that win events and they w- start to win more frequently, but then it takes them a little bit of time to show in majors. Well, I think Max Homa may have had that time. So, uh, actually, that was a very good ad by Matt at 80-1. to Well, he made my card this past week as well, and I was happy to see that my colleague Matt Humans is thinking along the same lines as I am. I took Max Homa at 80-1 to as well. I mentioned on the show last week that I added Tony Finau at 55-1. to He matches up real well, uh, not only at former U.S. Open sites, but also for Gil Hance remodels, and that's what we'll have here at the uh, country club in Brookline. I also added Daniel Berger at 75 to one. I thought that number was pretty high and I have seen it cut since, but Berger showed me last week at the Memorial that maybe the health issues are a thing of the past. Mm -hmm. He played really well in Dublin, Ohio last week. And we know if this guy's healthy, his game's as good as anybody in the world. So uh, that showed me some signs that maybe the nagging injuries are behind him. So Finau at 55, Berger at 75, Homa at 80, and then on Friday night, prior to the weekend, I took a stab with Billy Horschel at 150 to 1. 
Now, I don't know if Billy Horschel is going to win the thing, but I do have a very good number. Great yeah, numbers no. don't win you the event, well, but, uh, you know, obviously he's in pretty good well, form Well, when right you now. beat, a, I think, a major championship caliber yeah, field, sure. which last week was at the Memorial, seven in the top ten, I think 13 at the top 18, including Billy Horschel, who's now 11 in the world, as we mentioned earlier. So, you know, it's one of those things, like, you remember Gary Woodland a couple years ago hadn't really contended in a lot of majors mm -hmm. until he won one at Pebble Beach, uh, held off Brooks Kepka in that U.S. Open. And so Billy Horschel is a really good player, and I think has been a consistent player for a long time. Just kind of needs that breakthrough. Well, you mentioned it at the top of the show, that he has some wins in some very big events. The Memorial's as big as anything. The FedEx Cup champion, obviously, winning at Eastlake. Uh, the BMW PGA over in Europe. So oh, the, the World Golf Championship match play. Right. I mean, that's a very big right. event. So maybe he is knocking on the door. And then Max Homa as well. He's won not only the Wells Fargo at Quail Hollow, but just won the Wells Fargo at TPC Potomac, which mm -hmm. I, is, I do think is a course that correlates to the country. No, club. there's a lot of guys that played well that week that I'm really going to like. I'll mention one uh, a little bit later uh, who played very well a couple weeks ago, almost chased down Max Homa, but not quite. And then, of course, Homa just finished sixth at uh, the Memorial. So, yeah, I, I, and, and one at Riviera, another absolutely mm -hmm. big boy golf course. So I, I do think Homa and Horschel and, and maybe Fina too i know he hasn't won a whole lot but i i like all four of my guys and they kind of seem like u.s open players too mm -hmm. right you know it, it's not always the big bombers that win u.s opens it's more more that steady plotter it, it just at least traditionally that's who we see win the u.s open championship so finau burger homa and billy horschel for me so far max homa so far for matt humans and cameron smith so far for you when we come back we will get to all of our plays for this week it's the match play segment coming up next on long shots at bed 365 we don't do ordinary we believe that every sport should be epic every home run every hit every inning every play from the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar see for yourself when you sign up today and get 150 dollars in bonus bets when you bet just five dollars Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The 2024 presidential campaign features two candidates who are very well known to Americans. And yet, there's complexity at every turn. Criminal trials for one of those candidates. Young voters who are angry. The Campaign Moment podcast from The Washington Post gives you what matters. I'm Aaron Blake, and I'm covering my 10th election cycle. My colleagues and I have insights that you won't find anywhere else. So follow the Campaign Moment right now, wherever you're listening. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe. Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. Attention all wrestling aficionados. Wrestling with Freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season. This is Freddie Prince Jr., and I am beyond thrilled to announce that our wrestling extravaganza is back, and joining me once again is the one and only Jeff Dye. Get ready as we highlight the most jaw-dropping matches, dissect the fiercest feuds, and uncover the latest twists and turns in the world of pro wrestling. We're dusting off our legendary side quests and unleashing a barrage of brand new segments that will keep you guys on the edge of your seat like our talks on unsanctioned Thursdays. Freddie, you know we gotta give the people what they want. This season, we have an all-star lineup of special guests who are gonna be gracing our podcast, bringing with them their own unique insights, experiences, and all of that in the world of pro wrestling and beyond. Whether you're a seasoned wrestling veteran or a fresh-faced newcomer, we promise an experience like no other. So buckle up, wrestling fans. Listen to Wrestling with Freddie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. Western nations like the U.S. and Europe Mexico will likely have its first female president. And then you have China. And help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters. He'll get his yo-yos to Europe in time. But the longer this drags on, the more worry he's getting. They knew that they needed to do this as fast as they possibly could to get a drug on the market as fast as they could. I'm David Gura. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin. We cover the stories behind what's moving money and markets. Basically, everyone was expecting, if not a calamity, certainly a recession. But the problem is that that paperwork, as our reporting showed, is fake. As someone who's covering the market, I'm often very worried about an imminent collapse. So I'm thinking about it quite often. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
Welcome back to Long Shots. Brady Cannon and Wes Reynolds here with you. It's time for our match play segment where we go over all the plays for this week's event. Of course, it is the RBC Canadian Open at St. George's Golf Course and Country Club. And our colleague Matt Humans has four outright plays this week. He's also got a play on the Live Golf event in London. He took Sam Horsfield for that event at 20 to 1. Makes a little sense there with Horsfield being from England. And you know, Wes, that would be two straight Florida Gators if Horsfield gets the win. Billy Horschel and, and Sam Horsfield both went to University of Florida. Horsfield, by the way, is an interesting kind of study here to be in this Live field because Sam Horsfield is not a member of the PGA tour right you think that we would think that his future is on the pga tour he's Look, a good he, player he, he, Very no good. he's an excellent player and i think you know gets a little bit more seasoning more experience that he can actually win on the pga tour he's won i believe a so, few yes. times already on the dp world tour but it's an interesting case because he is not a member of that tour so if the pga tour goes through and i don't know i mean this is all speculation and hearsay at this standpoint if they go through with you know punishing or some kind of penalty for you know breaking the breach as part of being the pga tour does sam horsefield get any repercussions from that because he could go and qualify and go play in the corn Ferry tour finals and earn his pga tour card absolutely correct i imagine let's look at the rest of the outrights for matt humans uh in the great white north for the canadian open he is on shane lowry that's his choice for one of the shorter shots this week, along with the local product, Corey Connors at 20 to one. And then a couple of longer bombs for Matt. He's on Cameron champ. He can't quit Cameron champ on Cameron champ at 105 to one. And then the Englishman, Matt Wallace at 125 to one. Wallace has been playing a little bit better golf lately. So, uh, you know, I think went back to Europe. Maybe this is a good time to buy on Matt Wallace because he went back to Europe, made a it's couple a big cuts. Number, that's for sure. Because remember, he had missed, I think, what, like nine of ten cuts or something on the PGA Tour. So coming back to the Tour this week, uh, we'll see if Matt Wallace can get it going. All right, let's take a look at yours, my friend. What did you do this week on the PGA Tour? Okay, yeah, and I skirted uh, most of the really short guys. I mean, you can obviously make a case for Scheffler. Or Smith or McElroy or Thomas. You can make a case for them every week. But I did go with one guy who I think is going to be liked very much next week, considering he won the U.S. Amateur at Brookline back in 2013. Matt Fitzpatrick, it's a bad number at 18-1. to 1. He was really good, T. The Green. He actually would have been second in the field behind Billy Horschel. T. The Green, unfortunately, he only played two rounds instead of four rounds because he missed the cut. He was awful with the putter last week he lost more than and seven he's usually strokes one of the best putters in the world yeah he lost seven strokes so i'm willing to say okay that was an aberration and not necessarily a trend or a pattern here six top tens this year runner up at the wells fargo last month matt fitzpatrick 18 to one uh uh, Jeff Feinberg and I did actually match up on a couple, and the first one we matched up is Tony Finau at 30 to one. Second in Mexico, fourth in Colonial, and two of his last four starts, he was first tee to green actually in Mexico. Second off the tee at TPC Potomac, also played pretty solid there in tenth tee to green at Colonial in that fourth place finish. So. It does kind of feel like Tony's game is coming together at the right time now. He's usually not a guy that wins on a lot of those tighter tree-line courses, so I wonder if this is going to take his advantage off the tee out of play. But nevertheless, I, I just like the form. I think he's kind of peaking at the right time. Uh, Terrell Hatton, 30-1, to 1, also matched up with Jeff on that. Hadn't missed a cut this year, 11 for 11. Hasn't really contended, though, since March at Bay Hill. However, he's not that far removed from good form. 
I mentioned how important, especially scrambling around the greens. Putting has a lot of variance, and it's important every week, but it's awfully hard to handicap. However, you look at Terrell Hatton, Strokes gain short game combines putting and around the green. He is first over the last 24 and 36 rounds. He's also first over the last 24 and 36 rounds in this field for strokes gain putting. Uh, Terrell Hatton, 30 to 1. Kelly Keith Mitchell, 50 to 1. Does most of his damage off the tee, and he's one of the longer and better drivers on the PGA Tour. So, look, his advantage could be mitigated. This is only about a 7,000 yard course and change here at St. George's, but. He's shown he can go well on shorter par 70s. Uh, T7 earlier this year at Wiley for the Sony Open. Especially good on the par 5s, and there are three par 5s on this par 70 instead of the usual two that you would find on par 70. Third and par 5 scoring over the last 36 rounds, only behind Cam Smith and Rory McIlroy. That's pretty good company, two of the favorites in this field. Chris Kirk, 50-1. to one consistent this season thus far in 2022 three top sevens at the honda at the arnold palmer he was fifth at the pga three weeks ago 14th on tour this season overall tee to green but he's also been the best i think around the green fifth on tour this season off the tee i think 28th top 30 on tour and this is overall not necessarily in the field this week where his rankings are much better so chris kirk 50 to 1 justin roves 80 to 1 uh, choppy form a little bit lately but he's shown sign, signs of late, I think, T13 at the PGA, top 10 in the field in approach and in greens and regulation. A lot of his Ryder Cup team contemporaries, the older European guard on those Ryder Cup teams, are now part of that live golf tour. Uh, and Justin Rose still grinding it out, trying to find something here. I think of some of those guys that have – some of those older European players like your Westwoods and maybe your Graham McDowell's. They may have given up on, you know, making another Ryder Cup team, but Justin Rose certainly has it. And guess who the captain is of that Ryder Cup team? That would be his Lake Nona best friend, Henrik Stenson. So he doesn't want to rely on the, the friendship, I think. You know, Shane Lowry was kind of in this situation last time out because him and Patty Harrington are obviously very close, but he wanted to play well and earn the spot, and he certainly did. I think Rose wants to do that. Good spot for him to show positive momentum in the game. And then uh, – my dart here at 130 to one was Aaron Rye. Mm -hmm. Not a very big I hitter. I looked at him. Yeah, not a very big hitter off the tee. I don't think it's going to hurt him here on a course at just a little over 7,000 yards and change. Led the field actually at Memorial last week for strokes gained putting. I think he was, uh, you know, top 30. I forget the exact finish, but led the field in putting, six in driving accuracy. Accuracy is going to ma uh, matter a little bit more here, in my opinion, because these are very narrow fairways. There's a lot of undulation, some uneven lies here. So this course will be a nice test for these players. All right. And what I have this week, I actually match up on a few of them with you. I am also on Matthew Fitzpatrick. You said 18 was a bad number. Mine's worse. I got plus 1650. Um, but this guy's had success on shorter courses. Harbortown, Pebble Beach, Colonial, uh, 11th in the field for scrambling. 18th on the long par fours. You mentioned it, 450 to 500 yards. Matt Fitzpatrick, very good. Also number one in the field in good drives gained. So took a shot with Matthew Fitzpatrick as far as the uh, shorter price guys and uh, reinforced there by Jeff Feinberg's opinion too. He said uh, probably if he went with any of the shorter price guys, it would be either Shane Lowry or Fitzpatrick. So like that vote of confidence there. Harold Varner, uh, Jeff talked about mm -hmm. landing on, on him as well, and, and I did. I got him at 34 to 1. I think he's recovered from his meltdown at Colonial and 
you know, Colonial is a course that makes sense as far as a comp here. And you remember, he was leading that tournament with seven holes left to play. So I'm relying on what he did 65 holes prior. Eighth in the field on approach, seventh on the long par threes. Uh, three out of the four are better than 200 yards. Also ninth in good drives gained. I'm also on Chris Kirk with you. Maybe the fourth time is a charm. <laughs> I'm going back to We've Kirk. We've both been backing him a lot this well, year. Well, and he's played very well. It's not like I have egregiously missed with Chris Kirk. He, he's had, you know, what was he, fifth at the PGA, 15th the next week at Colonial. So I'm going to try him again. And a little bit of a weaker field. Again, like Jeff Feinberg talked about, very top-heavy. There's some big star power at the top. Uh, but after that, it thins out quite a bit, and maybe this will be a week that Chris Kirk can emerge. Uh, he's also played tremendous at the shorter courses, Colonial, Sea Island, YLA. Number one in the field for putting inside of 10 feet. And when you get that Poana bent grass blend, that is a statistic I really like to use. Uh, it's been very helpful at TPC River Highlands and also at Riviera, both courses that have that bent grass Poana blend. Uh, I'm on uh, Justin Rose with you. I got a, a lesser number there. I got 70 to 1, but I kind of just had a gut feeling about Rosie that he'll do well. He's won at Colonial before. He's had three top 10s at the Wyndham. I thought Sedgefield was another corollary course. He's had three top 10s at the Valspar. Again, these shorter courses where you have to work it into small greens, fairways that dogleg in both directions. And he just had a top 15 at the PGA Championship, also 12th in the field on the long par fours. C.T. Pan at 88 to 1, third at the Colonial in 2019, second at the Wyndham in 2018. He won at Harbortown three seasons ago. 10th in the field on approach, third on the lengthy par fours, 12th in good drives gained, and then two long bombs for me. Doug Gim at 125 to 1. He's really excellent tee to green. He's a very good ball striker, and he plays really well at some of these types of courses. We've seen him do really well at TPC Sawgrass. He's played well at the Wyndham, at Pebble Beach. And then at 140 to 1, Mark Hubbard, great ball striker, 11th in the field on approach, 9th in scrambling, 6th in putting from inside of 10 feet, and number one on the par fours of 450 yeah. or 500 yards. At Homeless Hubs on Twitter, a great Twitter handle. And by the way, He'll have a nice big home if he wins uh, his first PGA <laughs> Tour event here at the RBC Canadian Open. This will be my first time ever betting on him. He's often very a popular, uh, a very popular play uh, from a lot of the wise guys out there because he always presents some value for as good a ball striker he is. He just can't find his way into the winner's circle. We'll mm -hmm. see if he can north of the border this week. As far as the head-to-head -head matchups, I went against one of your guys. I took Harold Varner at plus 110 over Terrell Hatton, and then I took Doug Gim at minus 120 over John Huh. Yeah, my two matchups, uh, which have actually did, been doing better for me the last few weeks, finally grinded and got above that Mendoza line here, but uh, Shane Lowry minus 120 over Sam Burns. Lowry was mm -hmm. someone I almost considered playing here, and I could certainly see him go well. He's been in very good form. Uh, Martin Laird minus 115 over the South African Dean Burmester. Burmester is an absolute bomber off the tee but this is kind of a course that seems to fit martin laird's game a little bit more ball striker you know kind of a slappy hitter off the tee but keeps it in the fairway and then ryan armor minus 130 over harry higgs my third match yeah i looked hard at that matchup ryan armor over harry higgs but eventually passed and just went with the two next week it is major championship week to preview the u.s open we'll have john hasselbauer pga tout on twitter 
He will join us along with Nick Bogdanovich of Circus Sports. Check it all out at vcin.com slash podcast. Folks, you know these players are going to hit some long shots this week. Hopefully we do too. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is uncanny usa he says somebody's in the house and i screamed listen to uncanny usa wherever you get your bbc podcasts if you dare it's freddie prince jr and jeff died back in the ring wrestling with freddie makes its triumphant return for an electrifying fourth season hey jeff are you ready to rumble our way into an all-new season of Wrestling with Freddy? You better believe I have. I've been practicing my body slams, and I'm jacked. All right, don't go injuring yourself now. We'll be highlighting the best stories and matches of the week in wrestling from AEW, WWE, and have one-on-one talks with the best talents in the world of pro wrestling. Listen to Wrestling with Freddy on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.